Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now host of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It is Friday again. I always say this and I mean it. Like, I don't know what goes on in the week. I feel like as you get older, they go, the week goes faster and faster and faster. Um, but we're here and I'm really excited. Um, today on Candidly Keisha, I have my friend, my soror, author. I, I mean, like, sister, where do you, <laughs> all of that. Um, Sherry Riley. Hello, love. And if you, I don't know what rock you've been living under, but if not, if you have been, she has had an amazing career, and we'll get into that. But outside of the career, your book that you just released, Exponential Living. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. So let's start with where can people get it and give them just a quick blurb about what it is about. What is Exponential Living? Yeah, so you can get the book everywhere books are sold. So Barnes and Noble, any local bookstore, online, it's audiobook. I narrated the audiobook. Nice. Uh, You've been busy. I've been busy. Girl, that was 33 plus hours of recording. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoarse. Damn. And I'm already hoarse all the time anyway. Right. Um, ebook and Exponential Living um, is the how to stop spending 100% of our time on 10% of who we are. Absolutely. That's what exponential living is. It is a lifestyle. And, and the how is a lifestyle. It's mm -hmm. a lifestyle of pursuing peace, choosing clarity, and living courageously. And if we can do those three simple things, mm -hmm. we can handle and manage all these complex issues uh, that we deal with every day. Absolutely. So... Let's start. Let's start back because I know you're. Girl, here. We go so far back, don't right. we? Right, <laughs> we're, we're here because I remember when you, before you even started this journey of transitioning into the whole exponential living space. Because yeah. before you wrote the book, you lived it. Yeah. You transitioned in your own life to saying, you know what? And it's it's very, very few people listen. Very few people can be at the top of their game in whatever field they are. And when God, the universe, angels, whatever you call it, whispers in your ear and tells you it's time for you to do something different, most people try to hold on. Yes. And they are afraid to make that transition and to make that step and to leave their comfort zone of the financial security, of you know just what I've always done security, of who I've always been security. What people think what people about me. Absolutely <laughs> security. Yes. And I remember it was, we were on at that little Chinese restaurant on on far road yeah was you me and my brother yeah and we had a meeting and we were talking and you said this is what i'm about to do yeah 
And that's been a long time ago. That was a long yeah, time ago. Yeah, that restaurant's not even there anymore. What? Yeah, they closed it down. Okay. Yeah, and um, and that's when I was I was hearing the whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, I was building the confidence to do it, mm-hmm. but I knew I had to do it. I knew, but it was still years before I actually fully moved in what I knew was kind of that, that backdrop in the back of my mind. So this journey, the, the LaFace jump was immediate. Yes. I just jumped. Yes. Uh, but this one, expert, because I had glue for 17 years. So giving some background for Sherry, she, you've been in like publicity and marketing, promotions, that whole kind of space. Um, you heard her speak briefly about LaFace, and she actually worked with Usher. He wrote the foreword for the book. Yes. Um, and then you had your own company, Glue, for many, many years. Yes. And then from Glue... Um, you went into kind of the lifestyle, life coaching space Yes, so before writing the book. Personal development, what mm-hmm. I call uh, serving as a life strategist. Because uh-huh. what I do is uh, I'm trained as a personal development coach, mm-hmm. but I have almost 30 years of experience in marketing and brand building. And so what I do is I call it a life strategist because I really took a 360-degree approach with my clients. So I'm looking like today, a, a coaching client I had, um, right now we're focused on building her business. Mm-hmm. But what we uncovered in our session is she said it at her own mouth. Um, she's never felt like she had options. So what's limiting her personally is also where the ceiling is for her professionally. So when we unlock that block personally, it allowed us to really unveil what we have to do moving forward with the business. And that's representative of all my clients. So I call it life strategist because we're constantly looking at how you grow personally and professionally. And what I love about what you do, and I feel like a lot of people don't recognize the connectivity between the two. And they compartmentalize their personal life or their family life and their business and their work. And But it's all it's all very much has synergy with one another. Yes. And the growth that you see in one is mirrored throughout. And it really starts with you. And I always say this, it ends and begins with you. And so often we don't realize the power that we possess and not only the power we possess, but our input into what we are seeing in our lives and what we are experiencing and what we're pulling to us and what we're manifesting. And Mm -hmm. it goes very much across the board. And I feel like it kind of comes from, you know, in the Western civilization, even with doctors, if I use that as an example, it's you run yourself down and then you fix yourself back up. Then it's okay. You take the pills, you take the blood pressure medicine, you do this, then you diet, then you, instead of, you know, taking care of yourself all along the way. Yes. And that's so, I talk about that so much. I talk about, you know, peace is not I'm going to go on a vacation, right? And Mm -hmm. yeah, you'll have a quiet, still moment on vacation. Some of us, because how many of us go on vacation and we still, the brain is still Mm -hmm. going, right? You get back and you feel like you need another vacation. (laughs) You need another vacation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not those brief moments that we try to run, run, run to get to. It's literally every day. It's that everyday intentional living to pursue peace. I'm going to read an excerpt from the book. You said, this is a book about pursuing peace, not balancing your life. Peace, I want you to know, is the key to everything. When you choose peace as your priority every day, you gain access to an inner compass that directs you on how to invest your time and attention in every living moment. Instead of constantly worrying about what you are doing, you begin to focus on and be empowered by who you are being and everything else falls into place. Yes. Yes. I love it. That's it. 
That's and that's what I've been living. Like you said, I've been living this because I didn't want just a book, like mm-hmm. a transaction. And you know, Keisha, you know our world. Everybody writes a book and they feel good and they put it out there and and it's a transaction. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted people to really experience this thing that I've been living mm-hmm. and it works and I've been sharing it with my friends and it's working and So share your journey for me. Where did, like you said it began, of course, Mm. you know, with LaFace, you walked away from that, but from when you heard the whisper about changing, did so I'm assuming that you also had a shift in your lifestyle um, once you heard the call to create this new avenue. So how did you do that? Because a lot of people are like, yeah, that shit sounds good. Right. (laughs) That, That sounds good. Right. But like for real, for real, the way my life is set up. Yeah. So what were the actual steps you know, and one thing that we always talk about on Candidly Keisha is, you know, everyone likes to share their highlight reel, but this is about sharing the journey because mm-hmm. the power comes in the journey. The power comes in sharing, you know, those oops moments, the, mm. you know, the moments that the broken the, moments, the, the broken moments <laughs> that you now know are necessary to, to heal you even stronger than you were before. But what was that? Give us kind of like a, like a couple of those moments yeah. as you got to this point. And I can, I'm going to give you the real, sis, okay. you know, because the whisper came when I left LaFace. Mm-hmm. So when I left LaFace, um, and, and, you know, I'm a woman of faith, you know, God was very clear. He said, glue is a bridge mm-hmm. that I'm going to help you build in order to truly take you to our purpose for your life. Mm-hmm. And I w- he told me what it would look like. You know, he's like, you're going to be, you are a woman of integrity. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to build these amazing relationships because people need to know they can trust somebody, mm-hmm. anybody, especially in this business, in this business. Yes. Hence the name glue. Mm-hmm. So when I said developing partnerships that stick, I meant that in the integrity of my business, but I also meant it in the integrity of who I am. But I didn't know all that then. Mm-hmm. I just knew oh, glue. That's catchy. You mm-hmm. know, great marketing uh, name. Um, but he gave me that whisper. So I just went about building glue. You know, that was that was the whole thing. And um but when the moment came that I knew it was time to start transitioning was when Rashawn Ali mm-hmm. kept asking me to manage her. And I had been burnt several times because I thought I was going to be a manager. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my life. I wanted to be a manager. Mm-hmm. I wanted to manage the biggest artist in the world. I had the whole business model laid out. I was going to have. Isn't, isn't it funny how our plan B has <laughs> always been God's. Our, our plan A has always been. Our plan B has always been God's plan A. Yeah. Always. Always. Uh-oh, we make these great plans and he's over like. <laughs> 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 you know? Like, really? Um, and what's so funny, though, is really what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I do manage people. Mm-hmm. But it's a bigger way. picture than what I couldn't even see what God had. Isn't it amazing how <sighs> we'll have these visions? And then we were just James and I were just talking about this, how you'll have these visions. And then when God answers, it's in a way even more amazing. than oh, we could have envisioned. God. For yes, I didn't see this, mm-hmm. but it is exactly what he said. But I didn't have the big vision to see it. Um, but when it when but I was resistant, I was resistant. You know, that's why I can push people. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I was so I was like, here. OK, God, I know you're saying it's time to do this thing, this but. coaching. Right. But mm-hmm. I can still run glue and I can have this and I can do all. And I had it all mapped out. And I kept trying to fit God in my plan. God kept being like, um, no, that's nope, not that's what not I'm good. telling you. And um, literally the bottom fell out of my life mm-hmm. in every area, financially, 
I was homeless. Mm -hmm. Like here I am, this woman who had bought her mother a home at 27. I'm very wise with money. I'm the one that, Oh, God will get your attention. Oh, my goodness. And here I am. Let me tell you about my year. Oh, Oh, knock, 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 right? (laughs) And then he goes, tap, tap, tap. He gets a little louder and a little louder. He's like, oh, you don't want to listen? You still don't want to listen? Oh, yeah. Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going to just pull the rug. Right. All the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, um, oh, my God. God, I'm not gonna cry. Don't and cry. So, <laughs> so we got some nephews. They're not, they're not real plush and nice. Oh my but God! They'll work. But they'll work. <laughs> and um, literally, I mean, Keisha, everything I tried to do, nothing, manif- nothing. I mean, the simplest stuff. People that I had been there for, mm-hmm. um, that I had helped them massively, were now going on doing these multi-million-dollar deals and. I couldn't get anything done, personally and professionally. Like, mm-hmm. life just hit a wall. But what was so awesome is, while I kept hitting these walls, the one thing that was rich in my life was these exponential principles, mm-hmm. this pursuing this peace, this clarity. And it just became this lifeline for me. And so when I was homeless, I was, you know, a good girlfriend allowed me and my daughter to stay in her mm-hmm. spare bedroom, or we were in hotels mm-hmm. when she had friends. And that's where he birthed it. You know, every time I laid on that bathroom floor, curled up in a ball, crying out to God, just broken, mm-hmm. I would get up off that floor and I would go serve a mastermind. Now you're about to make me cry. Here I was. I'm literally, my very mm-hmm. first mastermind was our close friends mm-hmm. who were in it. Um, and it was these 10 amazing women. And I did it at the the public library, a free location. Mm -hmm. And I would sit in the library driving from my girlfriend's bedroom, Mm -hmm. sitting in the library parking lot, crying my eyes out. Because I'm like, God, what can I give to these people? Mm -hmm. I'm empty. I'm broken. My life is falling apart. I've got $6 to my name. Mm -hmm. And I'd wipe my eyes and I'd walk in there and I'd give from this empty place. Do you know that? (laughs) I love that you said that because so often people don't understand the power of giving Um, and not the power necessarily because, of course, it helps the people you give to. But even more than that, how it exponentially manifests all the greatness you need and desire in your life. Yes. And that's really the key. And a lot of people like, but I have nothing to give. You always have something to give. Yeah. Always have something to give. And as I I showed up every week, we did that for summertime Mm -hmm. for 10 weeks in the summer. How do you, you know, our busy crew and they showed up every Saturday (laughs) morning. I wasn't invited. (laughs) I want to come. Yeah. We got to do another one because literally, and it literally, it was our circle. Because let me tell you, (laughs) even if I'm out of town, I'll get on a conference call in a heartbeat and be there. FaceTime. And nobody knew. Mm -hmm. See, that was the other part because if people knew, God told me this isn't about, again, what other people think or know. Mm -hmm. Will you go in this place? with me will you trust me and as I'm serving every week Mm -hmm. and growing out of that is when the things that I was doing for me I saw was working for others and out of that brokenness is where the confidence came to go you know what you really are supposed to be doing this but here's the thing Keisha if glue Mm -hmm. was rolling like you wouldn't have you wouldn't have have done it it. and if I had it would have been about me look what I'm doing oh oh (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And another thing that she said that I, I felt was I haven't finished reading the whole book yet, um, but I've definitely skimmed. I'm very familiar with 
this is how I live my life. Yeah. So everything you're saying very much resonates with me because it's who I am mm-hmm. and who I desire to continue to grow into becoming. Um, but another key thing is about being present. Yes. And I love that you said so often, you know, life is about an imaginary future versus what is today. And we're so focused on the imaginary future i.e. had you continued with glue and doing that and what have you, that you weren't able to be so present in this moment to recognize that this is where happiness and peace and all of that lie. What I know is it's when you project yourself into the future or you're worried about what has happened in the past is when you have the anxiety, when you Mm -hmm. have the worry, when you have all of those things that you don't desire to manifest right. the guilt, the, the the, guilt yes. all of those things. Yes. But it's about being in the present. Yeah. And God created a space where you had no choice but to be in the present. Yeah. Period. Period. And that's where I learned it. Show up. Because if I tried to deal with the future, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even see it. And the past, I would have felt guilty of what did you do? Why did you leave? Why did you? And I, I would have bought those shoes. Right, that time. right. I like should've. <laughs> I shouldn't have said no to that opportunity that I knew would have robbed me of my integrity. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would have been upset with God, and I would have missed what He was doing in that present mm-hmm. moment. And every time I showed up, mm-hmm. every time I showed up, when I showed up for that mastermind. Every time those women left empowered, lives were changed. Like to the, that's been mm-hmm. six years ago, and still when I see them, it's like that was the moment that changed my life, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, that kept happening mm-hmm. throughout that whole year of being homeless. That kept happening, and I kept writing, and I kept journaling, and I kept telling, writing down the experiences. Mm-hmm. And uh, to to the point of being present, can I share with you how I learned that? Mm-hmm. Like truly learned Do you know what we do? It? We're going to take a break real quick. Okay. And then I want you to come back and I want you to share that. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Stay tuned right here. Candidly, Keisha Moore with Sherry Riley. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Candidly Keisha. So we are back with Candidly Keisha, Sherry Riley. Okay. How did you learn this? I learned it from my daughter mm-hmm. when she was six years old. And, I love uh, your daughter, by the way. How is she? You. Oh, she's so good. She is doing. Well, I know you have more than one, but you're a little the baby. The baby. The baby. The, the, yeah, she isn't she just the sweetest spirit. Oh um, my! I've known her like her whole life. I remember oh. like first meeting this little face. Like, oh, she she has taught me so many lessons, and your your baby mm-hmm. gonna give you them. Same. Oh, she already I already have. Um, Girl. I already have so many of from them from the moment. They come out the womb. So many of them. Yes. Well, this one, um, she was. She started playing lacrosse, mm-hmm. and so she was six. She mm-hmm. was the youngest on the team. Um, this is her first game. Mm-hmm. So we're driving to the first game. It's like forty minutes away, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend calls, and I hadn't talked to her for a while, but I let it go to voicemail because I was like, "Hey, I'll just talk to her when we get to the game." Mm-hmm. So she goes out on the on the field. I'm up in the stands. I have my iPhone in my mm-hmm. lap. I've got my earplugs in. So I'm paying mm-hmm. attention. I'm watching everything, mm-hmm. even though I don't know anything that's going mm-hmm. on. I'm watching. We talk maybe the first quarter, quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, my baby wins her first game. I watch the whole game. I am so amped, Keisha. I'm like, yes, yes. So my baby, I'm like, yes. I'm, she's walking off the field. I know, mm-hmm. you know, Dominique. Mm-hmm. I know she's going to hug me. We're going to celebrate. Girl, Dominique walks up to me. I'm excited. She stops right in front of me and she goes, Mommy, I cannot believe you were on the phone for my first 
ever lacrosse game. And she dropped her head and she walked over to the coach and the team. Right. I'm devastated. But I'm devastated from the standpoint of, are you kidding me right now? Like, my ego is like, little girl, do you realize I just drove 40 minutes to get you here? Like, And you weren't able to empathize from her perspective. Oh, my girl, my ego was like, oh, my God. Like, I watched the game. Like, my ego was just like, okay, go ahead and finish up because we got some talking to do. And when she came back over after the the coach's meeting, I looked down and I said, baby, I'm so sorry. Because what she taught me in that moment about being present was my presence was not enough. My presence, just being there. You have to be present. And we have to be present in every moment. Think about how many dinner meetings you go to and everybody's sitting there on their phone. That just drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. Right? I don't. That just drives me completely insane. Oh, my God. But it's funny you say that because I actually just had this moment with Ella. Um she there are moments when she demands my undivided attention yeah and she lets me know and at night that's our time so like last night i gave her her bath which she loves coincidentally <laughs> and um got her dressed for bed and then i'm kind of sitting on the couch i had stuff i just needed to do i'm like on my iphone return trying to return emails and text just you know stuff and she's just like Wah! right so i'm just like okay and i and i started to i really take cues from her and i was like okay then because the night before she was very clear like i need your attention and your full undivided attention yeah so i said okay and i turned the lights off in the living room i turned the tv i went and got in the bed with her and i realized that you know i get it tonight the night before she did it to me as well and what it is is she's very clear in letting me know I want your undivided attention. And literally the moment I sat in the bed with her, I propped her up on a pillow, laid her next to me, and just started talking to her and yeah. just looking at her. She It stopped like in its tracks. The whole energy shifted. Energy it? shifted. Yes. She's laughing. She's smiling. She's looking at me. Yeah. And I said, okay, before bed, she needs this from me. Yeah. She needs me to be completely present, put down. I can't. And even then I was trying to like scroll through Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of like, hey, mom, She'll pick it up. Hey, mom, <laughs> right, right. This, that's not what we're doing right and now. She, and she can't even talk yet. <laughs> she can't even talk yet. That's how powerful that reality is. That's how power that powerful that truth is that she is that in tune. Like, no, 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 no. She's like, no, 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 mommy. Right here. Mm-mm. Me and you. And literally <laughs> when I did that. It was all was well in the world. Yeah. So I get it. Now we do our bath time. We have our nightly ritual and it includes no. And it's funny because she doesn't want because my mom is, you know, with me helping her. She doesn't want my mom. She doesn't want anybody. She's like, mommy, I want you. And that was Dominique. Mm -hmm. Like Dominique at nighttime that nobody, my mother, my husband. And that's that bond that she helped us create. Mm -hmm. You know that now I'm even now I'm running here. I'm very into and I love it. I wish and I wish you had just told me because I'd been like, okay, girl, we could do this because I get it. Like you know, being a mom, it's about priority. I don't want to say priority because that insinuates a list or right or what have you. And I love I love how you said the whole to do list. And I'm not going to give it away because people. The last thing I want to ask you about is just going over your nine principles. But I don't Mm want to give it away because people need to read this book. (laughs) They don't need to feel like they've gotten it all through this conversation because there's a lot for you to discuss discover um regardless of what we talk about here today uh but yeah it's important like you came in and i had my baby in here i'm feeding her and then my mom took her out when we got started but that's that's exponential living because you know what keisha you know what what i found Mm -hmm. so many women and men 
feel like they can't have the and. Mm-hmm. So they go, well, I can't be, I can't do my podcast because I got to be with my baby. Or I can't be on the podcast because I got to be with my baby. When the reality is there's a way to do the and. Oh, yes. And the and is being present, not stressing about tomorrow, not pressed about yesterday. But most of us just won't realize that there's an and. Mm-hmm. and now, it takes juggling and work and persistence and consistency, but you can have the and. And when you live in this moment, it so works out. Yes. Like, you know, today it was, I had, she had her doctor's appointment where she got her first little shots. I think it hurt, hurt me more than it hurt her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and then I was like, okay, so you may have to wake up a little earlier. So 8.30, we were, we're, you know, we're getting, we're at the doctor's. And then we have some breakfast. Then I come do the podcast. Then I have phone calls. Then, But, and, you know, right before here, you were at your daughter's jump rope for heart, Dominique. Yes. I'm sure you, you, even though you couldn't jump today, it's okay. Right. I'm sure you raised a whole lot of money. She, she surpassed her goal. Of course she did. Right? Of course she did. <laughs> so... Yeah, and that's the part that, and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know, we let stress rob us of our fun. Mm. And that's what happened for me. I had this, you know, amazing life, but I wasn't having fun. And that was my choice, mm. you know, and it really took my husband to, to go, hold up, like, knock, knock, knock. Like, what do you mean you're not enjoying this? Like, how could you not? And he's like, because it's your choice, Sherry. You're letting the stress and the press and the worry and the this and the that. He was like, you never even just hold your head up and enjoy what you're doing. Happiness is a choice. I always say that. Happiness is a choice. And you know that's one of the principles, right? Really? I didn't. Yeah. I something I say (laughs) every show probably. Happiness is a choice. That is a principle. Happy is a choice. Joy is a lifestyle. Love it. Girl, well, you know, you have always had (laughs) that exponential living energy. I mean, from the day we first met, like you've always had that just um, that centeredness Mm -hmm. about you and meeting your family over the years. (laughs) I I know uh, that the whole crew (laughs) is just rooted in truth (laughs) and and peace and joy and laughter. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And I always say that, you know, this is one of the many things I do, it's not the totality of who I am. And that's how I've always lived. And even in being a mom, like that's always been probably my biggest desire Mm -hmm. is family and being a mom, surpassing anything career-wise. You know, I've enjoyed it. Like, granted, I've had an amazing career that's spanned more than... Decades. <laughs> right. Since <laughs> almost 38 years at this point. Yes. I'll be 38 next month, and my first job was at nine months old. Mm. And I'm... But yet, that's just not... And I love it because that's not the totality of me. Right. The real essence of me is who I am every day and enjoying and embracing the people who I love. Your career is that 10%. And I love my career. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong, but I couldn't imagine letting that overshadow all the other greatness because that's the richness of my life. That's the joy of my life. You know, sitting up with my brothers and now we have kids and, you know, my parents and laughing and joking and talking smack and we're just you know so so it's important and i love that you are showing people that it does exist yes it does and so many of us just will not allow ourselves to think what you just shared is real Mm -hmm. and we are most of us already have it but we're so pressed about that career only 
you know, and then I'll get to the family or, you know, they're so pressed with the career. When I have this, then I'll, I'll, then I'll be happy. Get, yeah. When I make this much, when I la la la. And that never happens because no. you make it and then it's on to the next. Or you make it and you see someone else who has more and now mm-hmm. you got to go to that. There's always somebody who's going to be younger than you, prettier than you, richer than you. Always. Something, something than you. I yes. actually have in my bathroom, I love like quotes and words and um, you know, I have this plaque that I look at every day when I shower, and it says, "Happiness is a is happiness is a journey, not a destination." Yes. And when you embrace that principle, that it's about all the things, every little thing that happens during the day, it's your journey that is the happiness. Yeah. It's not attaining one thing or one uh, job, or it's it's none of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because there's always going to be something else ahead of it. Like, oh, well, then when you get here, but what about this? What and about and this? and all things are not going to all come together at the same time. Mm-mm. So you're always going to have something that you can choose to be unhappy about. Absolutely. But you're always going to have more that you can choose to be happy about. There you go. It's and about perspective. That. Yes. It's about perspective. Yes. Yes. So tell us, I know you just got back from, I believe, doing Steve Harvey. Yeah. So where else can people, what have you been? Because I know with your background, I'm sure you have a whole Girl, you know tour set up. <laughs> whole, <laughs> got a whole thing. I'm just, I'm just going to say it was so funny because um, probably days before I ran into you at Tracy, our good friend, you know, Tracy Nicole, she's been on the show plenty of times. She um, is debuting her line at Belk, yes. um, which we're so excited and proud of. And we went to a little special, it's like a debut, debut-y yes. private event thing. And literally in my head, probably about three days before, I said I was looking at all of just the stuff, and you know, because Tracy had, I think she came by my house after the day you had the signing at Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, man, I wish I had gone. But like, I'm getting up and starting, you know, I'm moving around now, and. Um, she and I was like, yeah, I gotta have, I have to have Sherry on Candidly Keisha. We gotta talk about this book. And I ran into you maybe three days later, <laughs> and I was like, hey, what are you doing next week? Right, literally. And this was the day that I had opened, this which was, it was like perfect. The one day <laughs> that she had opened <laughs> to come do this. And when you talk about divinely ordained and yes. moved and manifested. Clearly, we were supposed to be doing this today. Because for real, like the, <laughs> I leave like tomorrow's committed. I leave Sunday, and I'm gone until like. I get back the 15th and then I'm here for a day. And then like, I'm, I'm traveling 23 of the 31 days in March. And it's what you said. I like, I had to put my marketing hat on top of my author hat and said, let's go. Man, I need to talk to you about a few things from the marketing space (laughs) later on today. um, Whenever you come up for air, I'll be here and we can um, chat about it. But what are, for those who are listening, why should they buy this book? Why they should buy this book? Because, We really do need to know the how, Mm -hmm. you know, I I really want people to know the how, how do you stop spending 100% of your time on 10% of who you are? How do you live a lifestyle of pursuing peace, choosing clarity and living courageously? How do you discover the and all the things we've been talking about? The the biggest piece is most people don't even think peace is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you get to the point where you realize that it is possible? And that's what those nine principles really lay out. And it's very simple. How you said, I really, all of this I kind of already live, already know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I expect from most people. But most of us don't even know that, oh, this really is this simple. Mm -hmm. Because they're like, no, it can't be that simple. Right. It's really that simple. I love it. So what would you say to the person? Because, you know, there's always the, the... 
disgrunt I don't want to say disgruntled, but always the naysayer. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? I know I would say, well, how's what you're doing working? Right. right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm close to that. <laughs> I always say, you know, exponential living is for the ready, the willing and the committed. Mm hmm. You know, the ready, willing. I ne- the only thing I'm convinced of, Sora, is I can't convince people of anything. Sure can. <laughs> you got to leave people and let people be. Where they are. Yes. And if I continue to live this, and when you get to that moment, if you ever get to it, and you say. You'll find it. You'll find it. You'll find it. Because, you know, when I first left LaFace, no, everyone thought I was crazy. Like, mm. when I first started this journey, and I mean, people close to me mm-hmm. thought I was crazy. Because they're like, what are you talking about? Because, you know. That's when it was the heyday. Mm-hmm. Everything was about the money, the this, the that, the floss, the fly. And bottles. Oh, my. Yes, girl. Popping <laughs> up. You know, and every so many of us reached these high levels mm-hmm. of financial success, you know, family success. And they're going, wow, I'm still empty. Mm-hmm. And but they're looking at the journey I took, like you said, like, I, you know, I had that courage to make those changes. And I started getting the calls like, OK, Sherry. So what are you doing when this happens? And, you -hmm. know, I have all of this fame and fortune, but I'm so unhappy. Mm -hmm. I have the money. I'm making a half a million dollars a year. I can buy anything, but I don't have anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I got shoes. I got purses, but I don't have what I really desire. And people started growing into this place. And so what I kind of look at is I just went on the journey a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. just so that I would be there when people got there because I lost some good friends who along the way never got a chance to get there. You can't take everybody with you though. Yeah. You can't. Ready, willing, committed. You can't take everyone with you. And the way I've had to look at it, because I I feel you because in the moment it can feel lonely. It can feel Mm -hmm. like, well, why like why don't you know you you almost it's like that sense of you kind of mourn it like it's that sense of loss and mourning but I've started to look at it from a standpoint of a testament to my growth opposed to something wrong but you know the more I see the people who may fall by the wayside and the new people who may come into my life who mirror more of who I am today it is proof to me of how far I've come Versus anything else. And and for a lot of them, they just had to grow into a new awareness. Mm-hmm. And the door has been always open. And some we've reconnected. Some have grown on in different ways. But to your point, God has filled those gaps with some amazing, amazing pieces that have made the journey so worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, every one thing you think you lose, um, oh, my God, if you stay open, he'll just replenish it with an overflow. What is your daily mantra? Mm, I've got several of them. <laughs> just, just one or the two that one, you want to share. Yes. Um, one of them is he works all things for the good of those who love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he who has called you, uh, he will do it. Mm-hmm. Those are the two. And then the third one, I have this one is um, don't be afraid. Just let him be your peace. You know, all mine come from the Bible, mm-hmm. um, but it's, you know, don't be afraid, you know, stand still and just allow him to be your peace. But what I can say about your book um, is that it is non-denominational. It's not, yes. it's not, 
you don't have to be Christian no. or you have to be this. It's no matter what faith you come from, what amount of spirituality, or if you are religious, if you're not religious, you're more spiritual. There's something in here for everyone. Because it really is about love and peace. Mm-hmm. And that transcends. I tell you, my agent, one of my agents is uh, agnostic. Mm-hmm. So she just believes in the universe. <laughs> right. My other agent is Catholic. The two editors who really wanted the book, who fought for the book, Mm -hmm. one was atheist and the other was Jewish. And the young lady who was atheist, the reason she wanted my book, my book proposal was riddled with Bible verses. Like Mm -hmm. there's no denying for me um, that I'm a woman of faith, but it was written for anyone and Mm -hmm. everyone. And that's what she said. She said, I've never, ever had a book proposal come across my desk that I knew had references to the Bible. But everything about it was about everybody. Yes. It was, it's a universal message. And, and that's really exponential living. Like, and always, that's why I always clarify, I'm a woman of faith. But this is for men, it's for women, it's for any demographic, any mm-hmm. class, any socioeconomic class. It's for any faith. Like if you are ready, willing, and committed that you want to just live in a place of peace, mm-hmm. which we all do. Absolutely. Exponential living. Well, I think there's nothing more that needs to be said than that. We're, <laughs> I mean, you need to go get the book. You can get it. There's, you don't have an excuse. You can go to Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. You can you, listen to you it. Can listen to it <laughs> with the audio. Because I have it on my my um, at my iPad. I love reading because, like, when I'm traveling and stuff, I love I love the feel of books too. Mm-hmm. But for when I'm traveling, I like to get books on my iPad because that way I can have several books with me and not have so much volume. Yes, especially with Ella. Oh, especially traveling with, Ella. with the baby. You know, girl. Yeah. Off, offline, I'm gonna tell you a trick about when you start traveling. Okay. Yes. Okay. That I had to learn with Dominique. Okay. Makes it so much easier. Okay. Well, I'm open <laughs> to this. Absolutely. So, where can people? Um, find you, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, where can people find out more about all you're doing? So website is Sherry Riley, Mm -hmm. S-H-E-R-I-R-I-L-E-Y. Same for Twitter, same for Instagram, and same for Facebook. That's how you know you're into marketing and and branding. (laughs) She kept it real simple. (laughs) No matter where you're looking for, all you got to do is pull up Sherry Riley. (laughs) And I trademark my name. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So with that, I just want to say congratulations. Thank you, sis. We're so proud of you. Love you. Keep living exponentially. Thank you. And I can't wait to. Because you've always represented exponential living. (laughs) Thank you. Always. Since the beginning of knowing you, you've always had that peace and that power about you. So you're just growing into it more and more. Why, thank you. Yes. I can't wait for book number two. Granted, I know we're still on book number one, but I know that you've already have there's some wheels turning in there for whatever else. But enjoy this moment now. Thank you. Enjoy all that you have achieved, you are achieving, and it's already blessed you that you just haven't even seen yet. So all of it. Thank you. But um, but yeah, you're welcome. Anytime you have something to talk about, you're working on any workshops or what have you, please, you know, you can come here and um, promote whatever you need to. Thank you, love. Absolutely. But this is Candidly Keisha. It's Friday. Y'all have an amazing weekend. I'm hoping the weather is good in Atlanta because it's been like 70 degrees, mm-hmm. 75, 80. It's kind of it's kind of teasing us. And then it wants to be cold sometimes. Right. <laughs> I, I need the 70, 80 degrees to come back and stay. But um, even if it doesn't, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of my weekend. And I hope you do, too. But uh, we'll be right here. Same place, same time. It's Friday. This is Candidly Keisha.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.